Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hello friends, hello friends. Hello, blogging family. I'm gonna answer some questions. Okay, I've been thinking about what you said the other day about the calling from the universe. My hubs has years struggling with depression and anxiety, and I've been toying with the idea of blogging about my experience with this from my own perspective. The main idea would be to end the stigma around mental illness and to present the idea that we as family or friends of a person with mental conditions should believe they're telling the truth. I've thought about and searched for a good name for a blog, but both the .com and .org are available. Do you think there's any difference between the two domains regarding authority or any other aspect? Things as always. I'm a big fan of .com, like just because that's what people, I feel like, like if I'm remembering something in my brain, I'm gonna try .com usually, right? Not .org. People are just more familiar with it and it's more popular. So that's my like opinion. But I'm gonna tell you the same answer I give everyone, which is like, which, what do you feel called to? Like, which one do you like? If you feel like, org feels better to you and it feels less commercial for some reason and it feels more i don't know authentic to you then then do dot work i you can be successful either way right there's examples of people being successful on dot com there's examples of people being successful on dot org i personally would go with dot com because i just feel like people remember that easier from like a practical standpoint so that's what i would do but you know at the end of the day if I like something and I feel drawn to something, even if it's not the practical business thing to do, I will do it. So if I felt like .org felt better to me and I was more excited to share, show up there and share there and create there and build that, that's what I would do. Does that make sense? So yeah, okay, that's what I have to say. If you need more clarity around that, just let me know. I'm, oh, this is nice. She's talking about, I'm ex- so excited that my question made it to your podcast. I've rewatched that video a few times. So I just put like an epic, epic rant <laughs> that I went on in the Facebook group onto the podcast. And it's about money mindset. If you are feeling like you just need a pep talk around making money or getting profitable, go listen to the podcast because that rant I feel like is really, really good. And I pulled it off of this group, a question that was answered in this group and a answer I gave someone. So thank you guys for answering questions or asking questions. Okay. Um, So I'm thinking about making my blog about crochet, self-love, and woo-woo, but was wondering if that was too all over the place. Crochet helped me deal with grief and depression last year and helped me deal with stress ever since, along with angel cards and things like that. And I want to share some of that along with just things about crochet and patterns. Yeah, that all makes sense to me. I don't think that that's that confusing. Like, honestly, it's not like you're blogging about, like, I don't know, horse racing and plant and gardening, right? (laughs) You're like, I'm sharing things that have helped me, that have provided me comfort, that have helped me feel good in life, right? And um, you can make it a personal blog. It's just about, it can be like, you know, about you. And that to me is not confusing. I think people, there's all this stuff around right now about niching down. And, you know, you can do that, but there's lots of examples of people that are not niche down that are making lots of money. And I think, honestly, my personal opinion about this whole niching down thing is it's people are selling all these courses and selling all these workshops about finding your niche and niching down and all this stuff. And I just feel like it's 
it's a little bit of a money grab, like in my opinion. It's a little, like sometimes there's like trends that will come through, you know, and people start making money off of it. So there's all these trends about teaching people to find their niche and niching down and being really focused. And that has a place, right? There's benefits to that. There's benefits to SEO. It's great to have a really specific blog. It's great to have a really specific topic and solve a problem. That's all good. But the idea that you need to do that to make money is not true because there's so many websites that make money that are, look at every mom blog. What is a mom blog? Like it has, you know what, recipes, cleaning, how to raise kids. I mean, you know, they're blogging about 30 different topics a lot of times. They're very broad blogs. So you can make it either way. So don't, don't ever let people kind of give you the idea that you need to be doing things a certain way to be successful. There's almost always an example of someone that's doing it the way that you want. I'm sure you could find an example of someone that, you know, has a blog that, that shares things from their personal lives that, you know, and I think those things are all connected. I think you can all tie them together under like self-care or improving your life or, you know, finding happiness or finding joy in life or something. You know, I think you can tie them all together under a theme so it makes sense, right? So it's not like, like I said, it's not like you're blogging about like, you know, just two random disconnected things. You can connect them under a theme and blog about those things. I think the most ex important thing to me is like you need to build a business you're excited about. So if those are the things you're excited about talking about, that's what I would build my business on. I would not spend time building a business on something I'm not excited about. If you're not excited about it now, you're not gonna be excited about it. You know, I'm two and a half years out on Radical Transformation Project, right? I have wrote hundreds of articles. Like after you have wrote hundreds of articles, like you still need to be able to find excitement and still find meaning and still want to show up and talk about your topic. So don't build a blog on something you're not excited about, right? And as you make that blog, once you start, you might decide like, actually, I really do just want to talk about crocheting. I just want to make this a crochet blog. And that's what's so great about the internet, right? You're not married to this stuff. The most important thing is that you start and you start making content and you will figure out what you like to talk about and what your audience likes to hear from you, right? But you can't figure that out if you're not making content. So my answer, right, is always to start and make stuff. And then as you're making stuff, you know, maybe you're gonna be like, yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna have a crochet blog. I just wanna talk about crocheting now. And you can transition your website and transition your stuff, you know, and it's not that big of a deal. People that like you will follow you no matter what you do. A lot of people from Radical Transformation Project are now coming into this group, right? Because they wanna hear what I have to say, not because, I don't know, you know, it's, it, they follow me, right? Not, not necessarily the topics that I'm talking about. So that's my answer to that. I hope that's helpful. Oh, I like this. How to deal with blog envy when I seem like other people are progressing faster than you. Arlen, I love this question, Arlen. Okay, so there is always going to be people that are more successful than you and people that are less successful than you, right? There's always gonna be people making progress faster than you and making progress slower than you. That's just the, the truth of it, right? And the way I like to see this and the way I, I really don't like get jealous of people anymore and it's because I choose to look at the people that are being successful as examples of what's possible. So I'm always like, oh, that's great. She made $100,000 this month. That means that's possible for me. I'm so excited, you know? And we need to show our brain success stories. I believe it's like really, really, really vitally important to your success to feed your brain success stories. You need to be around successful people, but if you can't be around successful people, you need to be hearing success stories of people that 
are succeeding, that are doing it. You need to be hearing from women, you know, that have businesses. That's why I listen to so many podcasts because, you know, now I have a network of women that I, I work with every day online and that I'm around that are successful and I'm around a lot of successful women. But there was a time where th that was not true, right? I didn't know anyone that had started a business. I didn't know anyone that was in the online space, right? And I had to show my brain what was possible because my brain was popping up with all these troll thoughts all the time, right? Saying, who do you think you are? You can't make money online. This isn't a real thing. You're never going to be able to do it. She got success, but you didn't, right? And the way you can reprogram your brain about troll thoughts, if you're struggling with this, I just put an episode that is similar to this topic on Radical Transformation podcast, which is like my mindset podcast. Go listen to that because I'm doing a lot of like really heavy reprogramming in my brain right now. And so I just did a podcast about it. But, you know, once those troll thoughts come in, your brain is feeding you all these, these troll thoughts. You can't do it, whatever. You know, you have to reprogram your brain. And the way you do that is by choosing a new belief, right? I'm gonna choose to believe my success is inevitable and my business is gonna make it and I'm gonna be so successful. But then your brain like, you, your brain knows when you're bullshitting, right? You can't just like tell your brain that and then that's it, right? To reprogram your brain, your brain needs evidence. It needs to see examples of that being true, right? It needs to see that that is the truth. And so that's why it's so important for you to see examples of people that are doing better than you, that are more successful, that are finding like massive success or more success than you. You need to see examples of people succeeding so you can show your brain, look, I know that this is possible. I know I'm gonna make it. I know all these troll thoughts are not true. And this is why, this is why. And show your brain evidence, right? Show your brain you know, examples of women who have built successful businesses of people that are doing well and doing good. So if it brings up like, you know, she called it like blog envy, but if, if looking at people that are successful is bringing up negative feelings for you, that's great. I'm, I think it's really important that we're the non-judgmental observers of our thoughts, right? So, you know, when I have negative thoughts, which I do all the time, like, you know, I'm not naturally a positive person. So, when I have negative thoughts, instead of like beating myself up about it, like, oh my God, I can't believe you're thinking that you've been, you teach this stuff. How could you do this? Like whatever. I'm just like, oh, that's good information for me to have. Like there's something there that I need to look at and I need to heal. Right. So when feelings of like jealousy of envy come up, it's important to take note and be like, oh, that's really good information. What does that mean? What is, what is that? Right. Where did I learn that? What does that mean and how is it impacting my life and kind of like dig into that a little bit you know why what is the fear there behind that like why is looking at someone that's finding success faster than you bringing up negative emotions right is it that you're not going to be able to find success or is it a fear that there's not room for you to succeed if if other people are succeeding that you can't make it you know what's the belief and then you can ask your, you, then you can reprogram the belief below that, right? And ask yourself, is that ultimately true? Is that the truth? And is this serving me, right? And reprogram your brain. If you need like a whole, I go into the whole process of how I do all this in the podcast. So I'm not going to talk about it too much more, but if you need that, go to radicaltransformationproject.com and you'll see a link for my podcast and it's the latest episode. I have no idea what I named it. I don't remember. <laughs> it's the newest episode. And I talk about how I'm reprogramming. I'm having like all these like crazy negative troll thoughts come up and I talk about how I'm reprogramming my brain and I kind of break it down step by step. So if you need that, that is there. Okay.
sorry i'm like squinting i'm trying to like read my computer and i don't have my glasses on okay all right can you talk about running multiple businesses at the same time once I really get going, I want to have a second blog about homesteading and sustainability. I'm interested to know the challenges of having multiple businesses to work on. Did it take more or less time to monetize the second one? My current niche is personal finance, so it's pretty different from homesteading. Some topics overlap, but they are completely different audiences. Okay, I would not recommend you start a second business or a second blog until your first business is bringing in a chunk of income until you can like go full time and support yourself just take all like blinders on right you need to like be blinders on until you're making a full-time income and you can support yourself and then once you have that built up then you can start a second site because you can afford to pay someone to help you right that's really the secret like to how i do it is honestly like you know i pay a va <laughs> I mean, I, there's just, I don't have time, right? There's, I can't, I like, I tried, right? And I physically can't do it. So, but if I didn't have that income from that first site to help support my business, right? And to buy, I basically buy time, you know, by giving things to my VA, I buy back some of my time. If I didn't have money to buy time that way, I wouldn't be able to do it, I don't think. And I don't think it's smart. I think the smart thing is to put your head down work on one site, get that one site successful, make full-time income, and once you have that money coming in, then you can invest you know, in a VA or invest in someone to help you with the second site. Does that make sense? So that's like my advice to that. I think it's, if you have an idea for a second business or a second site, you know, that's great. Like, you know, write that down, put it on your, your thing to do next year or, you know, five years out. Like I have businesses I still want to start like, you know, next year or a couple years out just because I, I really like running, running and starting businesses. But I also, I want to diversify my income. So that's why I'm building other websites and doing other businesses and projects. Um, because, you know, long term, like I do see myself having kids and having a family and supporting myself, you know, with my businesses, obviously. And I, it makes me very nervous to think about just having my income all in one basket, which would be RadicalTransformationProject.com. That's still my biggest, by far, my biggest source of income. And so it just, at looking long term, right, 10 years out, it's like, what would I wish I had done? And I think, you know, I would like to have more than one site. I would like to have more than one business and money coming in from different places. And so that's kind of how I've chosen to see it. But I don't think I could have started that until I got Radical Transformation Project off the ground and I got it to a point where I felt comfortable I could afford a VA and I could hand things off to her and buy back some of my time. And once I bought back some of my time, now it's going into other businesses. Does that make sense? And so I'm diversifying my experiences that way, right? And so, yeah, I mean, that's what I have to say about that, I guess. It's just like, be focused, right? There's always gonna be kind of all these little like distracting little dangling like fruits everywhere or that's a weird analogy i don't know you guys know what i'm saying there's always going to be little weird like things distracting you ideas for different things new businesses you can start people telling you to do different things just keep your head down stay in your lane right and i think that that is a really good strategy for getting your site off the ground like just focus on one site and then once you know how to do it and you know how to do it well and you know your strategy you have everything kind of flushed out the second site will be faster right because your first site you're teaching yourself 
everything about marketing. You're teaching yourself about traffic. I didn't know how any of this stuff worked. I'm sure you guys didn't either. And the other thing, I was just talking to my assistant about this the other night because she's learned so much and she's being so hard on herself. And I was telling her, you know, think about where you were like a month ago. Like you didn't even know how to do any of this a month ago. Like you've learned so much. So make sure you guys are giving yourself credit. Like you're learning a lot. Like there's a lot to learn about having an online business. And there's a lot of pieces of that. So I would use your first blog as that learning process, really figure out how everything works, how, you know, and then once you go to do it a second time, it'll be quicker because you already know, you know, kind of how you want your website set up. You already know, you know, how you're going to drive traffic to it. You already know what kind of content kind of works. You know, you already know a lot more the second time and it will be faster. It just will because you don't have to teach yourself every single little thing and then yeah, that's, I mean, I would just recommend waiting till you can afford to hire someone to help you. I would not recommend starting two sites, like personally. I think you should just focus on one or not. I don't know if you are making money. Maybe you are, but, but it, if you're not, I wouldn't recommend doing that. I'm interested in how to get started posting blog to Pinterest. Can I post the blogs I've already write or should it be new blogs? No, you can write the, use the ones you already wrote. Man, I post my old ones on there all the time. I actually will go back. I'm having my assistant do this now where she's going back and making new pins and we're pinning the same old posts, you know, that I wrote when I started the, the blog two years ago. You know, that information is still relevant. It's still important. People still need it. You know, same people are still depressed, right? I still have tons of articles about depression. So I'm going to circulate that information on the internet, you know, if, as long as I think it will help people. And so, yeah, definitely go back make pins for all your old posts. I make multiple pins for every post. If you guys go on any of my sites, you'll probably see that, right? I mean, make three, if you don't have that much, that if you don't have that many posts, but you need a lot of pins to circulate, make more than one pin for each post. So make, you know, if you have 10 posts, but you make five pins for every post, that's 50 pins, right? that's a lot of pins <laughs> and that's how I do it, right? That's how I do so much. I put a ton of content on Pinterest. I really, really do. I just do. And that's just part of my strategy I'm doing right now. I actually am really kind of sticking right now. I change, I feel like all the time and I'm always pulling from different things, but I've really been into Jennifer Maker's Pinterest launch playbook. If you want to really start getting traffic and you need a strategy, you need someone to teach you, man, you're foolish not to buy that ebook because it's, I don't remember how much it is. I know it's under $50, which is bananas for like what it is. And it's an ebook, but she also has like video modules in there, like a course. So it's like an ebook, but then she also has like course module aspects to it. And it's her strategy for how she gets traffic to her website, right? And it's like, I said this in the other video. It's like, yeah, I want to know what she's doing. She's getting a massive amount of traffic. She has 150,000 people on her email list. It's like, yeah, I want to know what her strategy is. And I'm more than willing to pay 50 bucks to hear what it is, right? I think it might even be $27. So if you haven't bought that, just go buy it because I can't recommend it really enough. And I think it's like, I really think it's like almost as good as, I've taken a few different Pinterest courses that were, I would say in the ballpark of three to $600 each, you know, and I'm not using those strategies. I'm using the strategies in Jennifer's book. So I think it's like really valuable. So I think you guys should definitely buy it. And she, I like the, I like her book too. Cause she, she does all these like experiments on Pinterest and she is very like methodical about how she does things and she breaks down like her actual like little Pinterest research she does from her experiments. 
and it's all in her ebook and it's really interesting and then she also will go back you know like once a year or so and she'll update it so it is being updated and it is like fairly current for that price i'm like that's so much value that she's providing like really and truly okay i think that's all the questions you guys have for me let me know if you guys need any clarity about anything that i said let me know if this was helpful leave a comment i really appreciate when you guys comment um did i skip this question sorry i don't have my glasses on i think i missed someone no okay sorry i'm like blind i hope you guys have a good day if you need anything from me let me know i'm gonna be doing live streams in the group probably this week so just let me know if you need anything make sure to tag me if you're commenting because i can't i can't stay on top of the comments on the group because my time is just really limited but i do try to reply back to you guys as much as i can and to answer questions and to support you so if you need something from me or you have a question just make sure you tag me in the group and that will help me see it because otherwise sometimes i'll come in here and i'll try to comment to everyone but stuff has gotten pushed to the bottom and i miss it so just make sure you do that. Have a good day. I hope you guys have a great vlogging week. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you very quickly about the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind. The Mastermind is an offer I created for you to get affordable business coaching. Business coaching changed my life, changed my business, and I really believe helped me get on the path to start making six figures online. The problem with business coaching is that it can be very, very expensive. So I created this offer for new bloggers to get business coaching from me at a crazy affordable price. You get a coaching call every single week. We get on Zoom. I can talk to you about any problems you have in your business, any questions you have with your business. So you'll never be stuck. You always have a resource. You always have me as a mentor to help you throughout the entire process of building your business. Besides the Zoom coaching calls, you also get a private Facebook Live every single week. I sit in the live and answer every single question from every single member of the mastermind. So you have two chances every single week to get mentored by me, get all of your questions answered. And honestly, I really think it is priceless. The doors are closed right now, but make sure you get on the wait list and we will notify you when it opens. I would love to have you inside. You can find the wait list and all the details at faithmariah.com. I hope you guys have a great day.